It's time for the Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. It's Tuesday, May 3rd, 2016. We have 18 vessels on today's Columbia River ship schedule. In our marine weather forecast, we have west winds today, 5 to 10 knots, rising to 20 knots in the afternoon in terms of gusts. And today we'll talk about the future of a coal export terminal planned for Longview on the Columbia River. The project was just confronted with a regulatory hurdle by the Washington Department of Ecology, and we'll talk about that in just a minute. But first, let's take a look at uh, today's Columbia River ship schedule. We have five inbound vessels, we have four in the Astoria Anchorage, and we have nine outbounders heading downriver and out to sea. Our first arrival in the river is the Emerald Inda, arriving from South Korea, headed for Astoria's Anchorage. She's going upriver eventually to pick up wheat, but she will arrive in the Anchorage by about 12.30 p.m. today. The Western Lucrezia is arriving from Los Angeles, headed for Vancouver's Anchorage upriver. She'll be going to the port of Portland eventually to pick up soda ash, but look for her uh, passing by Astoria around 1.30 p.m. and arriving in Vancouver probably around 7.30 this evening. The Golden Trader is uh, arriving from South Korea. She, too, is headed for Vancouver's Anchorage. She's going to a berth upriver that handles wheat. She'll pass Astoria around 4.30 p.m. and arrive in Vancouver's Anchorage around 10.30 this evening. The tug of C-SPAN King is arriving from Vancouver, B.C., headed for the port of Astoria. She'll get there at about 7.30 p.m. She could be coming into the river to actually pick up a barge. So after she passes customs and inspections at the port of Astoria, there may be, if you see a barge anchored over in the area between Tongue Point and the downtown waterfront, that is probably what this tug is here for. She probably brought a barge down from, from British Columbia, and handed that off to a U.S. flag tug, which then took it upriver, and she will pick up another barge and take that out to sea with her. Next inbound is the Morning Lisa. She is a car carrier arriving from South Korea. She has brand new Hyundais on board, and she is headed for Portland. She'll uh, pass Astoria around 11.30 p.m. and arrive at the Port of Portland around 5.30 a.m. on Wednesday. In Astoria's Anchorage, off the downtown waterfront, we have the Best Unity. She's a bulker headed for Kalama to pick up corn, soy, or wheat, or some combination thereof. She's leaving the Anchorage around 1 a.m. You might see her in Kalama by about 6 a.m. The Doric Victory is headed from the Anchorage to Portland. She's going to the port of Portland to pick up potash for export. She will depart around 10.30 a.m., and you might see her at the port of Portland by about 4.30 this afternoon. The Ulusoy 12 is... Um, headed for Portland from the Anchorage. She's going up there to pick up wheat, and she will leave around 11 a.m. and arrive in Portland around 5 p.m. And the YM Rightness is a bulk carrier that is awaiting orders in uh, the downtown, off the downtown waterfront in the Anchorage. And eventually she, too, will head up river to pick up her cargo and he- then head out to sea with it like the other ships. Uh, in our outbounders, speaking of ships heading down river and out to sea with cargo, we have the Baltic Wasp. She's a bulker leaving Kalama, corn, soy, or wheat there. Leaving around 5 a.m., maybe passing Astoria outbound around 10 a.m. The Star Lowen is leaving Longview with logs on board at about 5 a.m., maybe passing Astoria outbound around 8.30 this morning. The ATB, Articulated Tug and Barge, Dublin Sea, is heading out of Portland. She has petroleum in that barge. Leaving around 5 a.m., passing Astoria outbound around 11 a.m. The Mississippi Voyager is a petroleum tanker. She is heading out of Portland. She is a owned by the Chevron Corporation, and she is uh, pet leaving there, leaving Portland around 10 a.m. Maybe you'll see her pass Astoria outbound around 4 p.m. The Hestia Leader is headed out of Vancouver. She has Subarus on board. 
leaving around 3 p.m., passing Astoria outbound around 9 p.m. The Otago Harbor is leaving Longview carrying pet coke at about 3.30 p.m. She could be passing Astoria outbound around 7 p.m. The Peaceful Seas is leaving Portland carrying wheat at about 5 p.m., maybe passing Astoria outbound around 11 o'clock this evening. The Santa Serena is leaving Longview with logs on board at about 5 p.m. She could pass Astoria outbound around 8.30 this evening. And another log ship, the Forest Trader, is leaving Longview around 5 p.m. and also will pass Astoria outbound around 8.30 p.m. But those ships will be well-spaced apart, a couple miles apart, as they pass the Astoria waterfront. A little more about our marine weather forecast. We have those uh, west winds 5 to 10 knots today. They're going to increase in the afternoon, move around to the northwest, increase 10 to 15, and then, as I said, have those gusts as high as 20 knots in the afternoon, so a windy afternoon on the waterfront. Wind waves northwest 2 feet high at 4 seconds apart, and west swells 6 feet high at 12 seconds between those wave crests, and we do have a chance of showers today. Well, today we're going to talk about coal on the Columbia. Coal exports, that is, proposed in the case of this project for a berth on the river in Longview. Millennium Bulk Terminals has been hoping to get coal exports going, and the project has been in the works for the past few years. But they've hit a regulatory snag that is significant. I'll share with you uh, an excerpt from a story from a newspaper called the Capital Press, which bills itself as the West's ag website for news agricultural. The story was published May 1st on their website and written by Don Jenkins, and you can find the entire story online at capitalpress.com. The Washington Department of Ecology on Friday demanded a company proposing to export coal submit a plan to sharply shrink the project's expected carbon footprint, raising questions about the plan's chances of winning approval from Governor Jay Inslee's administration. Ecology released a long-awaited study on the environmental impacts of building a coal export terminal in Longview along the lower Columbia River. If operating at full capacity, the terminal would increase the world's greenhouse gas emissions by the equivalent of 672,100 passenger cars, according to the study. DOE demanded Millennium submit a plan to cut the net increase by 50%. DOE called its 50% mandate reasonable and appropriate based on state laws regarding emission standards for new power plants and overall carbon reduction goals. Failing to present a satisfactory carbon reduction plan won't necessarily kill the project, but it will be significant, said DOE spokeswoman Lisa Copeland. Millennium needs 20 permits from eight different local, state, and federal agencies, including six from DOE which falls under Inslee's authority. Inslee has made climate change his signature issue. As a start to slashing carbon output, DOE suggested the company enforce a no-idling policy for trains and ships and school locomotive engineers and heavy equipment operators in fuel efficiency. The company could also buy electric vehicles for its fleet, install charging stations for employees with electric vehicles, and encourage workers to carpool. That's according to DOE. Millennium did not respond to a request for comment on whether the company could come up with a plan to cut those greenhouse gases in half. And that is from the Capital Press. You can find that entire story at capitalpress.com, as I said. So we'll have to keep tabs on the progress of this project and whether the 50% hurdle is too big to surmount. You've been listening to The Ship Report, the show about all things maritime. I'm Joanne Rideout. Thanks for listening. You can find a podcast of this program on my website at shipreport.net. Have a great day.